Hello, so family, how are y'all doing today? I had to re-record this, even though I had the, my alarm went off as mid-record and it deleted all like 10 minutes, something like that, 10 minutes of what I was talking about. So. I'm gonna have to re-get back that energy, recalling back that energy so that I can explain this topic to you guys today um, without anger. <laughs> trying to laugh it off, trying to get this energy out so that I don't feel like I'm being distracted by something. So my topic for today is on, of course, healing, of course the metaphysics and the spirituality and the unseen of the world, of course, the, the, the mind altering, the mind changing consciousness. Um, uh, yeah, so today's topic is on pain and how pain is measured within us all. So pain I remember once reading in a magazine that I received or that I purchased from an estate sale on pain. It was in a National Geograph Geography, that gets me every time, and it was in a National Geography magazine. And it explained how pain or sensation is just neural pathways being sent to your brain. So that, so my traumatic brain, of course, thought, oh my gosh, how? is pain measured or felt in someone who's been abused versus in someone who has been taken care of uh, in a healthy manner. And it made me think of like, as children, we experience things and as children, we don't have that capacity to put it into a category or to measure it with ourselves. It's kind of just like horrible or really good. There's typically a child's mind is very, you know, expressive and um, feels things fully. And I think about, I, I measure a child and then I measure an adult who kind of has to suppress those things. I think about how, say, an abused child who gets spanked a lot um, has to endure those neural pathways in his little bum or her little bum, and how over time, I'm sure that the body, in order to survive, finds a way to short circuit those nerves down there on the little bum. and over time as one grows up, they kind of lose sensation or go numb. And I have heard of a lot of cases of people who have numbness in their body parts or, um, and that could be due to a lot of, you know, health issues, blood circulation and everything. But ultimately I always feel that it goes and it stems all from childhood experiences, whether it be good or bad or not even good or bad, but traumatic or um, 
freeing, I suppose, could be the opposite. Um, so, in the context of that, I thought that was so interesting how our body, just like when we create ego defenses and walls so that we can survive those experiences as we grow up, that what if that's what happens with the body of someone who has or experienced a lot of trauma in their body, even taking it to the extent of uh, uh, someone who boxes or someone who like like Muhammad Ali or all of that, they've built up this tolerance and in their case muscle, but also just this tolerance of being able to take blow after blow after blow. and. You know, it sounds really cool that like your body can like go numb to all this stuff, but like what are the health concerns when we get older, correct? Or when we come to a point in our healing process where all of that stuff starts to resurface and our body stores all of our traumatic experiences. And that's kind of where a lot of the chronic pain that we experience comes from. So a lot of the things that may be coming up for us, for example, um, knee pain or joint pain or neck pain could either be from a physical traumatic experience or it could be from stored up emotions and all of that zhuzh and whatnot. And just the personal experience actually of one of mine was that when I was around 17, which is like four, Four years ago, four years ago, um, I flipped a golf cart on my neck and I had a friend at the time pick it up off my neck. And after that, I did not feel a single thing. Or after that, I did not notice any pain, any like bruising. I think there was like a little bit of inflammation, but like, oh, other than that, I felt nothing <laughs> after that. Um, Sensation-wise, my body has always been a bit numb to a lot of the things that um, I experienced because of how much trauma I experienced in my childhood. My body kind of like went into idle, if you sort of understand what I mean by that. Um, idle in the sense that my body sort of like just kind of shut down and I had a lot of just like not being in my body for a really long time and I think that's how a lot of society lives is just not being in their body and sort of not being aware of how their experiences kind of reinforce this numbing out-of-body experience which so many things can play into that like I can go on about <laughs> how this is just playing into like society and how just the consumerism and companies and all that stuff kind of play into our experience and especially they play into our traumatic experiences and i think that's one of the saddest things about it but it's also the way that we have learned to cope so there are many ways on being able to teach people how to deal with their situation but we just there's not enough resources out there that actually help and coming back to the pain in our body, um, I kind of like to 
measure the awakening almost as like a psychedelic experience um because as psychedelics do it kind of brings us back into our body and allows us to experience life more um within ourselves being able to sense things more and our senses are heightened and we're able to release things that are sort of hindering us from experiencing life fully as it's meant to and as the as 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 the world is awakening and as the light is shining on the darkness of everything it's kind of like giving us <laughs> these psychedelic experiences or like these high moments of just like being fully in our body and that also has the side of it where we have to acknowledge the pain in our body that has been stored up that we have really ignored for a very long time and that is like the importance i i'm finding that the importance of all of this is just like coming back into our senses and this is almost as an opportunity to be able to experience life as if it were a psychedelic experience and um i find that on this journey i've been able to experience um these high moments without even being high <laughs> like i don't even i have dabbled and i used uh uh psilocybin as a microdose to help me throughout my depression and my really low moments and it helped me tremendously um and I was a first timer <laughs> like I had done it before then I remember I did it before then at a party and I remember having it on a sandwich with peanut butter and then I remember oh my goodness <laughs> this is like where I took it overboard and where I had like almost like I saw I saw another realm and I don't know if that realm was it just felt wild it felt wild but I remember uh somebody brought like a oh my goodness like a 3 foot bomb to the party and I I volunteered. I volunteered, right? <laughs> I volunteered. And so um I well was, you know, taking a hit and the people around me they were like, "No, like like fog it up, fog it up, fog it up." And they were like, "Keep going, keep going, keep going." <laughs> and when I tell you that thing was literally coated like you could not see through the the glass part of the tube where the mouthpiece meets your lips i tell you it was like that and and i got it i fucking took it all in one hit and oh my gosh when i tell you i entered a whole new dimension i i entered a whole new dimension i promise you i had smoke coming up from that <laughs> for like another minute or so i literally had to lay down but that was the moment where i felt fully in my senses and i had no idea what to do with myself like i had like almost like this energy of a child while also like not knowing what to do with it because in my childhood i 
wasn't able to be a child. I had to grow up very quickly. So I I I just was like a little a little monkey just like figuring things out and like seeing things with new eyes and sensing things and then realizing that there was a lot going on in my body that I was not acknowledging. <laughs> like this almost like that. It's almost like when you go off of a substance and you get those really you notice more things in your body that are happening than you ever acknowledged and you're like shit I really have to take care of myself and that's another part of spirituality it's not just like meditating like it's actually taking accountability for your body and its health and what it needs to <laughs> what it needs to have in order to heal like it's it's not what it's being portrayed in mainstream at this time um and of course I'm not perfect of course I still have a lot of things that I find myself suppressing and that's just being completely transparent with everybody listening because we are all just moving in a pace that allows us to still just have a reason to live a reason for living if the people listening are grasping what i'm trying to explain so that is my take on pain the awakening of the earth our healing process and just our overall health and kind of just the real judge of what being spiritual is the judge of what being aware is of finding spirit i suppose like being within our soul if that makes sense cuz i find that the more the healthier i am the more i'm able to not be held down by what is happening and the more my body's able to let go of these experiences because ultimately anything that we use to cover it up is just suppressing it and it's going to come up right it's going to come up it's always going to come up <laughs> trust me i'm not perfect at it either like this process can be torturous at times but at the same time the payoff is like seeing life through a whole new lens experiencing life through a whole new it's like being reborn again it's like being reborn again and not knowing what the fuck to do after <laughs> it's like being reborn into this earth and you are your ultimate guidance you are your guidance and there are a lot of amazing spiritual teachers out there and there are also a lot of um spiritual teachers out there in it for the wrong things um i think some really amazing ones that are just honest and upfront and like don't sugarcoat shit if you find spiritual teachers that sugarcoat things and that are all love and light that's not trust me you are going to be deceived into something that you're going to have to find your way out of yourself ultimately and if you find a teacher who makes you feel like they saved you that's also a whole another coax of manipulation we heal ourselves our bodies heal itself 
no doctor will ever heal us. Our doctor assisted us in healing. We heal ourselves. Mentors assist us in healing. And the mentors that are able to acknowledge that they are not the ones that healed you will ultimately be the most authentic. And that's just advice from doing this and from having a mentor who's wonderful and who has been upfront about everything and wants to genuinely see people evolve and ascend and ascend their trauma and create this beautiful life that we are all so worthy of experiencing because ultimately we create everything in our reality and that is the hardest pill to swallow realizing that everything around you is your making <laughs> whether we consciously subconsciously or unconsciously know why or how it is happening it is happening for a reason and as i say this it is 11:44. <laughs> Um, so, that is my spiel today. Um, I'm really glad it actually deleted because this one came out better than my first one. <laughs> so, I will be speaking with you all hopefully soon. I know I took a really big gap. If you are still here, if you are still present with me, if you are still hearing me ramble on about some topics that I find really interesting, feel free to subscribe, follow me on the Instagram. Um, yeah, and check out, don't be afraid to question, don't be afraid to think. Um, one tip that I'd like to add is that in order to heal, we have to feel safe. And if we're not in a safe place environmentally, there's always an opportunity to feel safe within our body. So that's a first step. And there are plenty of, um, plenty of meditations that can help you cultivate that safety, either well, our emotions, oh my goodness, I could, I could continue going on, but um, something I found really interesting, I'm going to end it here shortly, but something I found really interesting is that our emotions dictate our, our thoughts. So that kind of wraps into our health as well the science behind our body um, our body's neurotransmitters its hormonal balances or imbalances our gut health our flora our blood pressure our the toxins that we have in our body like that can all affect how we feel and which ultimately affects how we think and there is an opportunity, of course, to build up that resilience within our, within our psyche to know and be able to guide ourselves back to a center and kind of not allow our emotions to overpower us, which is also another side of it. So ultimately, everybody's going to get to where they need to be exactly at the time that they need to, and there's no need to worry about it. Worrying is just meditating on what is going to go wrong. So take it as you will. Stay lighthearted. Accept what you cannot forgive and ultimately you will forgive it. 
Just take your time and be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace and allow yourself to experience peace in any moment that you can because you are creating a moment in the future that you will experience again. So be as aware as you can and trust that it's not going to all happen in one year. It's not going to all happen in a week or a month or even the two years it's gonna be a process it's gonna be a process of rewiring everything rewiring how you live your life and it can go at whatever pace you allow it to but just be aware of what you're creating as much as you can and i wish you all the best the absolute 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 best this season the holidays are coming up everybody stay grounded <laughs> Uh, no, you're not grounded. Stay rooted. <laughs> and I'll talk to you guys soon. Don't forget to stare at a tree or something. Hug it. Give it a high five. Put your little palm on it. And never stop dreaming. Never stop choosing yourself. And take time for you. Because it's not selfish. It's not selfish because... You got to fill your cup first so that you can fill from your saucer. So many quotes. These are all quotes, by the way. This is just like all the things that I say to myself. <laughs> These are all quotes from amazing teachers online and in person and known and unknown. So I thank everybody for being here. I thank, I thank the divine gods and goddesses for assisting me at this time. And I just give credit to them on here because I want them to know that I value them and that there is something far greater than me giving me this assistance and wisdom and knowledge and I welcome anybody to research and use it appropriately and use it with pure intentions and yeah we all got shit to work on <laughs> we all got shit to work on it's not all love and light right like there's gonna be those days where you just feel like slapping a bitch and hey that's how it goes sometimes that's honest that's the trueness of everything that you are experiencing everything is valid whatever it is it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't even have to be coherent <sighs> accepting so i'm about to get off here i'm about to enjoy myself and do my thing so i wish you all the best i'll be speaking to you soon Peace.